Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Strategic Slut Podcast, where the aim is to take the word slut back and open the conversation about dating, love, and sex in a shame-free way. I have lots of things to talk about today, and I'm uh, really excited to talk about this topic, and I actually pre-wrote a script, so I'm hoping that this sounds a little bit more professional and my thoughts don't get so jumbled. I am learning with this whole podcast process and I'd like to thank everybody for joining me along the ride and allowing me to learn and grow as I go with this. So today I want to discuss the idea of setting boundaries and what you want and look for when in the dating world. And I know when I'm actively in the dating scene, it's easy to lose focus on what you really want and what you need. I almost find myself allowing things that I wouldn't normally particularly want in a person, but I just turn a blind eye because I like them. But honestly, that liking them is usually just a crush, which I tend to mistake for wanting a relationship with and then totally jumping into the relationship. So one way to avoid that shit show is to create boundaries within yourself and create a set of non-negotiables. These are things that literally cannot be negotiated. No excuses. This is you setting your foot down and claiming you need this in a person. Now, you don't need to tell anyone this list. You don't need to like let your friends know. You don't even need to tell the person like, sorry, that's a non-negotiable. Like, It doesn't need to be that kind of conversation. It can just be something that you keep private and helps you guide through the dating scene and keeps your values and standards in check. We can, you know, lose sight of our standards um, and values in ourselves, and I think that we lose ourselves in that process. So I think this is a really important step to do when you're in the dating world. So I wish I demanded these types of things sooner because it probably would have saved me from dating a lot of idiots who were just not for me like literally the most opposite of what I want and I know I've talked a lot about this before but there have been a few guys I've you know put months into who I realized quickly that I didn't even really like it was simply just a crush and like an immediate attraction but then once getting to know them I'm just like nope not for me and I just wish I had kind of slowed down and took the steps of this process to figure out what it was I didn't like about them because these people weren't inherently terrible people they were just not for me and I like I'm only 21 so this is me from like 16 to 21 figuring out how to you know go through the dating world and figure out what you want and need in a person so to begin how do you create a list of non-negotiables And to make it easy, what I would recommend is making a list of your values first. So this can include anything that you just literally value in life, whether that's qualities, things, whatever comes to mind, I would write a list. And then, and I I would actually do a physical list. You can do it notes on your phone, but I like a physical list because it just feels more solidified and I feel like you take more time into composing the list rather than typing into notes but do whatever you feel is easiest and whatever works for you so then on a separate sheet i would make a list of what qualities you'd like in a partner in a casual manner just spew things off that first come up 
come to mind. And then where it gets serious and important is the non-negotiables list that require you asking yourself, what is a complete deal breaker for me? What are qualities that are absolutely essential for the person I put my time and energy into? This is powerful. This is really a way to honestly not waste your time and waste other people's time. Like I think it really sets boundaries for you to respect yourself and other people. And I only think that you, I don't think you can get to this place until you actually begin dating. I think you actually have to see what's out there to realize what you like and don't like. I don't think you can be like 17, 18 and, you know, fresh out of high school and know what you want out of a partner because you that requires so much self-discovery and kind of acknowledgement of how you've grown up and you start to see your parents and adults differently at this age. So I think that it does take time. So moving on, then in this list, I would take into consideration big things like, and this is these are just a few examples of things that I would encourage people to think about. So the first one I would say is political standpoints. And I don't need anyone to have, you know, the same views or opinions as me, but I do need someone in a similar realm of what I find important. And just as a personal example, I would never be able to date a Trump supporter because that's literally the complete opposite of everything I believe in. So this may not be some like important to someone. Like if you're listening and you're like, I do not give a shit about politics, then that's completely fine. Um, but for me, it is a big portion of my life and I, it's kind of what I study. So I, for me, this is a huge thing and I just would never vocalize that. I would never like on a first date be like, what are your political views? And then be like, oh, can't work with that. However, if a man on Tinder has something about Trump or like conservative in his bio, I'm probably going to just swipe left and not even entertain that idea however I'm open to conversation I like someone who challenges my ideas and to be able to talk to about that kind of thing um but that's just personal you have to look inward and see if this is something important to you but I'm just encouraging that as a topic point to say yes or no is that important to me secondly I would ask about religion Personally, I'm not a religious person, but I would encourage anyone listening to consider it and see if it is a deal breaker for you, whether you need someone of the same religion or not religious at all. Um, This could be a strong, like considered as strong moral compass because some people are guided by religious beliefs that they may, may also feel more inclined to think of as this question of ethics and values that you have and basically how you'd want to conduct your life accordingly. Personally, um, I'm not a religious person, as I stated, but I actually don't know where I fall in line with this of like what I would want in a partner. I don't think that I could date someone who is like goes to church every single Sunday. I just feel like, especially if they're like Catholic, which I grew up Catholic. um, Personally, I don't agree with some of the things in that this is going to get controversial, but it's just not, not aligning with my 
views and beliefs. So I would have to navigate whether that's a deal breaker or not. Um, I'm still kind of composing this non-negotiable list myself. So this is just like me thinking out loud, but I, I honestly don't know how I'd feel about it. And I'd have to sit down and really think and see, but yeah, I think it's something that's really important to consider because often these types of beliefs are what rule a lot of our actions and viewpoints. So third, I would say stability. Um, some common types of this is financial stability, job stability, emotion, emotional st- stability. You may all um, need all of these things to feel secure or you may only prioritize one or two. Obviously, this is individualized and this is just little ideas to get you thinking. And fourth idea is goals. I think goals are a way of people keeping track on with their lives and moving forward and just always having something to work towards. And I would encourage you to reflect on what goals mean to you and to what degree would this fall in line of importance to you. For me, goals are everything. So this would be very high on that list. And I think that the way you measure goals would definitely be individualized as well. For me, it'd just be something like I need a partner who would be able to state what their goals are and how they're planning to achieve them um, and kind of really have that clear vision. I think just because I am such a goal-oriented person, having someone who doesn't really know what they want in life, I think could be a bit of a a deal breaker for me because I'm like, okay, what are you working towards? And I don't think that they would be able to understand why I work so hard at the things I do um, because I have goals and I think that would create a lot of conflict. So personally, that is a huge, huge thing for me, but it may not be for you. You just, you need to look at this and look inward. So a few other examples could be like empathy, integrity, commitment, And I would just encourage you to even like Google um, non-negotiables in relationships and read articles on what people have written, um, get ideas of what maybe, maybe you haven't thought about that's super important to you, but then you read it and you're like, oh my God, how did I forget that? And I think it's one of those things that you probably would forget on the list, but then you comes, when it comes to actually dating people, you're like, wait, I'm missing an entire deal breaker here. (laughs) So all of these things can be important, but you must question whether they are non-negotiables, whether they're complete deal breakers, that kind of thing. And I really do think this is an amazing way to set boundaries so that you remain focused on your wants and needs and also acting as a form of respect for yourself. In times of this type of reflection, I think it's a cool time to look inward and see what makes you happy. I think sometimes we feel selfish putting our happiness at the forefront, but in all reality, these are things that we need to establish to create long-term and meaningful relationships. And if you are already hesitant about a few things going into a relationship, those things are only going to heighten in longer-term situations, especially when you begin arguing and fighting. I think that those things can be so heightened and if you're aware of these things it can kind of you know keep you on track and not waste your time yeah 
I think I said that right. <laughs> With that, I hope you all take some time to think about this concept and actually put it into practice. I know it seems like a lot of you know, self-improvement type of work, but I'd really love to hear if this has helped you in any way or push you to prioritize yourself in the crazy world of dating. I think the world of dating just continues to change and continues to honestly get harder. I think just with our access of seeing how many people are out there, I think it makes it difficult to narrow it down to one person. And I want to get into that topic and another day because I think social media has a huge part of that but that's a whole other thing so anyways thank you so much for listening I like I said would love to hear if you've tried this practice out and if it has helped you you can find me on my personal Instagram at the not so average betch as well as the podcast Instagram at strategic podcast And I would so appreciate you guys subscribing and reviewing the podcast. It does help me to continue putting out content each week. So anyways, with that said, I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.